visiting with our Shap of the Week, Luke Armstrong, offensive lineman. You know, Luke, we talked about the mood of this team, and we've talked to several players, both on the offensive side of the ball and the defensive side of the ball, and even with Coach Dodge and Coach Salazar. There seems to be kind of a, a blue-collar, lunch-pail attitude with this group, and it starts really with the offensive line. Is that kind of where you see the attitude of this team and where it kind of generated its foundation? Yeah, we're a very uh, non selfish offensive line I mean we all work together really hard and I feel like we help this team more than anyone really sees which is nice but I mean no one's ever going to read about it well this is our opportunity to kind of let everybody know that who's in charge if you will because we talked to David Neal last week and David's got a very unique perspective because at home he's got the offensive lineman and here he's got coach Vasek and, and the defensive line so he gets the best of both worlds and, and he said something that was very formidable to me and and I kind of took it and I want to get your thoughts on his comment where he said look if you're not good up front you're not a good football team and it doesn't matter where you are if you're not good playing up front on the offensive side of the ball and you're not good in the trenches on the defensive side of the ball your team's never going to be as good and right now there's a lot of confidence on both lines talk about it from your perspective on the offensive line I mean I think that we're a very important unit I mean as long as we block well Nikia is gonna have a good game and if Nikia has a good game then we normally win just the fact that we all work so well together I mean we kind of have a chemistry it's what 13 this is the 13th week we've kind of bonded more than we ever have before because last year I came on at the Vista Ridge game and started the four playoff games so that's five but then Garrett and Blake all started the however many we played that entire year and Wilkin was kind of just like floating around but this is like it's fun that we're all like together like created more of like a family you know in the pregame show we we talked to coach dodge about it and he said the same thing we have five guys that have played together all season and i know everybody's looking for the nearest piece of wood to knock on from a superstitious angle but that's unique and when you have five guys that have played together and you have the ability to do things in the run game that you haven't really had the opportunity to do whether it's blocking for nakia or blocking for taylor but it's unique to have that kind of chemistry throughout the entire season without interruption and it's and it's interesting you guys have that perspective of how unique that is i mean just the fact that it's like all five of us it just helps so much that like no one's been injured knock on wood because i mean that would mess it up it's nice that like you can rely on each other it's interesting to think about it from the perspective of the offensive line because generally you guys are the smartest guys on the team you know you have such a different cast of characters and i did this last week with david because he's into film and he's into screenwriting and all that and i said you know look man cast your defensive line. Well, I'm going to ask you the same thing. Cast your offensive line because you've got very different personalities up front. Go down the line and, and kind of identify everybody. We're definitely all very different. I mean, we're all we're all pretty funny. Uh, Garrett's kind of like the hard one of the group that always tries to like keep people in line. Victor's the newest one. Victor definitely stepped up in his role. But Victor's goofy, and Victor will like surprise you with something that he'll say, and you have no idea that he would have said that. Blake is just – Blake is Blake. He's just – <laughs> I know exactly what you yeah, mean. <laughs> it's it's hard to it's hard to say that for someone who doesn't know Blake and like have them understand, but Blake is just it's too hard to explain. He's a different kid. And I got a taste of him in baseball <laughs> last year and I kind of understand exactly what you're talking about. And I challenge everybody listening to this interview to say, look, there's there's some things you can say about guys that are just on a different wavelength and think about things completely differently, but that's the personality that you have to have you have to have somebody that's that's kind of outside the box don't you and all our personalities kind of like none of us are the same pretty much so we all kind of like mold together it's definitely very interesting i've always thought that we could have like a reality tv show and everyone would love it because we're just so different in the way that we like exist with each other i mean we'll fight sometimes but it's really like a family and it's it's nice i'm always interested in the offensive line's perspective of 
the results. We're so busy talking about where the football is, who's making the tackle, and who's scoring, the things that get in the paper and the things that make websites. I'm interested in how you got there, and I think that's one of the the details that a lot of the other guys have mentioned, the attention to detail along the offensive line and just how life is like there because you understand that it's not often that you get a Division I running back behind you. It's not often that you get a quarterback that can run the first 15 yards, first 20 yards, and score from 76 yards out. And that mentality is kind of bleeding to the rest of the offense, so much so that Coach Dodge has kind of said, look, our offensive line has kind of let our running backs know that blocking is cool, and everybody else has... The receivers now, too. Yeah. They're finally blocking. <laughs> finally blocking, and they like it, right? Whenever we block well, it doesn't really matter who runs the ball, because if we do our job that we game plan for the entire week, there's going to be a hole. And Nikita likes to say that you could drive a truck through it, but probably a little bit smaller than that, but we try and give him a good opportunity to score every time. When teams focus on Nikia, you have... Taylor that has the ability to kind of step out and be the man Mm -hmm. it is a very interesting x factor that I think everybody has a hard time planning for yeah if they worry about Nakia too much Taylor will gash him or get little Steven in there to do something special that no one expects like a screen or something like that now if there was a sixth offensive lineman I kind of get the feeling it's 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 definitely Steven Describe him on the field, because we had him in here weeks ago as our Shap of the Week. He's gotten so much more dynamic in that role where he's actually getting skulls on his own. You know, he's getting stickers on his own with, with just the way he's approached his role this the, over the past few weeks. Whenever we go back and watch our games on Saturdays, it's very funny because Steven will go up and cut the biggest person on the field. And they could be like 260 pounds or something, but Steven will saw him in half. It's just Steven's mentality. Like, he'll go out there. He doesn't care if someone's 6'8", 350 pounds, Steven's going to get him. It permeates throughout the entire offense. You get guys involved with downfield blocking because they can see the results. Your results, Luke, over the past two years, I know a lot of firsts have happened for you this year. Being a starter last year, but being kind of named into that role due to injury winning the starting job this year and being kind of the glue that holds everything together. How would you describe your role on the offensive line? Well, at the beginning of spring practice, Coach Murdoch told me that he wants me to get some left tackle, and I was kind of uh, worried about that. I mean, I was a guard last year, and I like guard a lot more, but I haven't played tackle in a year. So a little bit worrying, but I gave it my best effort and got a lot better at it. Even as the games have gone by, I've gotten so much better than I thought I could be, which is great, but I'm still not at my full potential. The topic of improvement comes up every single week with Coach Dodge and Coach Salazar. As we prepare to talk about this team, it's always about, hey, we're not as good as we can be. We want to be a little bit better than we were a week ago. What's the process for you and realizing on Saturday when you go through the film and then you get into preparation for this week, what are you doing personally to improve from week to week? Whenever we watch our game, I can see what I messed up on, like my footwork or my hands, or if someone did a move that I didn't think they were going to do and it beat me. And that really like gets at me because I don't like getting beat. I especially don't like getting Taylor or Nakia tackled. It helps me prepare for the next week of like something I wasn't ready for, and then I'll get ready for that if they ever try it again. People don't understand the, the competitive nature of a high school student athlete just because they think, oh, they're just high school kids. That's not necessarily the case because you're learning very adult-like lessons on the football field, and not just with the playing of the football game, but it's also about 
managing your time and keeping up with your schoolwork and being able to make sure that with as much time that you spend playing football and as much time that you dedicate to the classroom, they actually have a little fun in high school as well. How does Luke Armstrong have fun? Well, it's normally with my alignment friends, surprisingly. We always hang out. It's fun on Saturdays after film. Everyone will come over and sit around and watch football, watch our game, really just hang out and have fun. I mean, it's my last year here, my last year with my brothers, so it's fun to hang out with everyone. I would say you have a perspective to understand what that competitive spirit is all about and understand what it is at a very elite level. What has your life experience kind of told you about what kind of competitive spirit you have and the dedication that you have to playing football? Well, I definitely come from a very competitive family, and I 100% hate to lose. So it's nice this year that we haven't really lost a game yet, knock on wood. With my dad being a cyclist, I've definitely seen what it takes to give 100% of your effort and go full out for something. My dad's level was a little bit higher up than mine, but I like to think that I try probably as hard as he does. <laughs> People understand that your experience, you know, and I mentioned David Neal because he's got that as well with his father. And there are several kids that have come through the Westlake program who have had both their mother or their father be elite athletes at some point in time, whether it's collegiate athletes, whether it's professional athletes. And it's always interesting to get the perspective of those student athletes at the time. Like with David, he's like, I'm not interested in being an offensive line dad. Uh, yeah, I love you guys, but I'm going to go over here. With you, it's a bit different story. You you understand what, what a competitive household is all about, and you're able to apply that. And I think that's where you really get the opportunity to kind of shine on your own. But now I'm applying it, and I think that's one of the things that ultimately Coach Murdoch and, and all the things that he's preached to you guys, this is about the team, and it all starts with the five of you. And I think you guys have matched that competitive spirit in different ways. Well, with cycling, it's completely different from football, obviously. But there's definitely some like hard work ethic that you have to have for both. And that's helped me, I guess, always like growing up with that. I know everybody gets ready differently. I know everybody prepares themselves differently. We've heard some amazing stories over the years and even this year about how people get ready for a game. How does Luke Armstrong get ready to play football? It's definitely not a one-day thing. It starts on about a Wednesday with uh, Matzo Rancho for dinner. Thursday morning, Blake Webster's for breakfast. Have you heard about that? I have. Blake's dad makes us a bunch of breakfast, and it's really nice. All the offensive linemen go. Some of the dads go. Helps us get ready for that. And then what happens Friday? It's all pretty much mental at that point. And then once we get down to the game, it's listen to music, get in my mood, and go out there. You mentioned your mood. What's your music that kind of gets you into mood? What's what's the main track that you go to? It's definitely going to be rap, and I know Garrett's not going to like that because Garrett's all about country, but country just can't get me in my mood. What's the number one Murdochism that you can share with us? There's a lot. There's a bunch of things he says. If I ever get beat by a speed rush, it's just keep kicking. I know the team goals, and I know you're starting to talk about state, but what's some of your individual goals from week to week to week? and To be the best, because I don't want to go out there and not give 100% effort or be shown up by anyone. He's Luke Armstrong, our Shaft of the Week. Thanks so much for doing this. Thank you.